And he kind of insinuated they were like fucking sticking their fist up each other's puss holes and shit. Uh. I mean, he didn't say Welcome to Live Dudes, the sexiest podcast allowed by law in the state of Missouri. I'm Jay Mack, host of the show at 9.02 in the p.m. on Saturday, September 26, 2015. I'm not alone. I'm joined by my best friend, funniest man in the world, homeschooler from hell as well. What is your name? Fucking you pervert. Adam LeSueur. We've got absolutely, and I mean absolutely, zero show plans. Zero. We have one note. It says... Uh, it says your kid's name on it. That's all I have. Really? Well, and then the other side of it, which is uh, something. I actually have two very small things planned. Okay. But our website is, of course, livedudes.net. Yes, it where is. Where there's links to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, our email address, our iTunes account. Or our, our not our account, our page. Our page, right. Links to the show. Um, But... We have had kind of a delay starting the show this evening because we went out and did a little location scouting. Yes, we did location scouting. For those in the know, well, actually, I think me and you and my lady are the only three that know about this project. Uh, That would be correct. There is, I'm not going to give you any more details, but there is, I mean, you know. I know. There is a video project coming, hopefully, by the end of the year. Yes, by the end of the year. Not not a big one. We're we're starting off small and yeah. incrementally, hopefully working up to this Francis Ford Coppola style like Godfather directorial debut. Right, shit. exactly. But I think it's going to be pretty exciting. How much of it of it do you want to talk about? I don't know if we. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll tell tell, tell where we along. went. Tell, tell them where we went. We went to uh, Bush Wildlife. Explain to those listeners that don't know what that is. You, you got to assume a, that like people on the West wildlife, Coast area that you can do uh hunting and fishing and stuff like that at i guess that's it that's all you can hunting fishing hiking right get lyme disease a lot of cool shit yeah a lot of cool shit but there's some things we need for this video that we we can't do in the bunker correct frankly we can't do a whole lot down here there's not a whole lot of room. Yeah, not room. Probably get our dick sucked. <laughs> yeah, I by mean, each we, other. We do, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a lot of fun. We were gonna originally gonna record our next uh, next song. It's it's kind of a rap. It's more of a song. Yeah, it's more of a song. I'd but say. you got here and you said let's do some uh, let's do some location scouting. So I'm like, right. sounds fucking fine with me. It gets me out of the house away from my fucking family. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. By the way, I led my lady here. The Alter Calling Show, Fireside Part 2. Yeah. Got the thumbs up from her. And you know, really? she can be kind of like, you guys are nasty. Right. You're fucking filthy. Why do you make me listen to this shit? Yeah. We get that a lot from her. It's about poop and dicks. That's all you guys talk about. Well, and boobs. Well, yeah. I didn't let her hear the outtake where we we talked, we watched the girl milking, milking herself into the <laughs> oh, girl's ass. Oh, you didn't let her hear that until, part? Until that's that part. Okay. But yeah, she said she said this is a very juicy episode. She said I feel like you guys shared a lot of shit that maybe some people. There's my notepad with your fucking beer on it. <laughs> well, don't be putting it over. Don't in my worry, don't worry about area. it. Don't, hey, no, no, don't. I don't want any handicap. No, dude, now. that's just a bunch of scribbles. They ain't got shit on it. Okay, now whatever. you're lying to me. I don't want. I don't want any notes tonight. We're gonna see how long we can go completely noteless. Yeah, see, this isn't your shit. 
talking shit to me. Tired of the shit. Fuck. I'm just. We're gonna see how long we can go completely improv. Really? Oh, but uh, before I forget, I want to thank our listeners. Quite a few of them the last couple of weeks. I guess they like midgets and uh, really fucking gray sexual shit. Mm, very interesting. No, but no. My lady said she said I feel like there was a lot of scandalous stuff aired on here. I said, do you realize when I talk about oh being humiliated in front of the girl that I like that these right. are some of the worst moments of my life? You right. know that exactly. What what would you say is one of the bottom moments of your life? Hmm. You don't have to talk about Dude, the time I'm... that you put, that you shit yourself in the third grade, right? Yeah, uh, of course. Um, <laughs> motherfucker just popped the squat. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher's like, this fucking classroom's not like shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know what I, I guess I would say? Fuck, I have to say like. Uh, Probably like when we got our like when I got my first job, just that was the worst time of your life, the <laughs> worst moment. Well, I mean, wait, specific example. Well, I mean, I'm just saying because we were both homeschooled, we didn't know anything about the world. No, no, there was there was zero uh, preparation for that shit. I mean, and you I mean, making think, comments about the size of your feet and and you, you feel got stupid because hands. you don't you don't know right. what they're talking about. And I remember going in and i guess i was 17 you were about the same age 16 yeah, 17. 17 we got that and, and up to right. that point we had really not been out of the house uh, no not really other than skating around each other's neighborhoods which was an adventure in itself but it right. certainly wasn't preparing you for a job no like preparing my you no for fucking street fighter 2 but but the what with the bottles and the fucking weirdness and the fucking right rocks pornography you know oh yeah the pornos that we porno found. mags we'd find occasionally yep. But you weren't really prepared for used panties. Yeah, used condoms. <laughs> you used condoms. Oh, those weren't Twinkies. <laughs> oh, you fucking! You are a sick asshole. Dude, what, what is it? What is? I found out the other day. I'm up at the. I'm one of these St. Peter's parks, and I look out, and I'm like, I'm fucking used rubber out there. What? What are the fuck? Yeah, on a on a kid's playground. Wow. I mean, not on the playground, but in the parking lot. Right. You know. But but my dad said like their big thing when they were kids was they would fill up condoms with water and throw them out the window. You ever really? Heard that? You never heard that? No. I guess, I guess they didn't have any spunk. Your dad in actually them. told you that story. Yeah, I mean I don't know that he did it all the time, but he acted like it was fun. I think we found a condom and he was <coughs> and when I was he thought it was funny or we didn't. He told me that when he was a kid he was a he was, don't don't touch it, but it's probably just water in there. Like, why does it look like what? the middle of a Twinkie in there? <laughs> <laughs> and you call me the sick motherfucker. I don't think it was, uh, I think it was jizz. It looked like jizz in there. And I don't right. know why. I'm like, what the, why why, why the fuck do you look like? How do I know what jizz look like? Yeah. It comes out of my dick, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I got it all over, some... woke up with it all over my belly this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's some baby gravy. <laughs> For your sexy lady. Right. I guess there was some kind of scandalous stuff on there, but back to the worst moment of your life. Just we weren't prepared for it, right? I mean, we just weren't really prepared for how to talk life. to people. If you're going into a job where you're being paid and you're dealing with the public, do not wear Messiah crucifixion right. shirts in there. Exactly. Or fucking weird shit about uh, that could be misinterpreted as some kind of uh, what's the word? Um, sacrilegious slight, right? You know, which because some of our shirts, I was told that that's sacrilegious. Really, sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. <laughs> that's what really? they call the communion wafers. Mm, sacrilegious. Mm. 
See, you know what I'm saying? This wine, this is doing something different to me tonight. Uh, Can you yeah, tell? Yeah, evidently. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was just... Any, but you're saying there wasn't one specific incident. It was just basically the whole fucking kit and caboodle. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Because, I mean, even when we started working at the same place, of course, we did that twice, but the second same place, I mean, we're still like fresh fish to be fucked with. Uh, Yeah, we had probably the darkest moment of my work life was involving you, sir. Oh, the night, you remember, and I guess we can, do you think we can say his name? It doesn't really matter. Let's call him Jerry. Let's call him Jerry. Yeah, we'll call him Jerry. We worked, our first job in different stores, different locations was at Frank's Nursery. We've talked about it before. Right. That sign over there in the bunker we stole. Yep. For my job. The second place was called Schnooks, and it was a grocery distribution center. And, you know, grab your pallet jack, pallet jack, forklift. Right. Whatever. Loader. Whatever. Pull shit out of the truck, put it in the rack, pull it back down, put it back in the truck. Right. Um, We worked with this asshole named Jerry. Yeah. And he could smell the blood in the water. Oh, yeah. He was, I guess we were early 20s. He was probably mid-30s. Um, Mullet having. Yeah. Fucking yeah. no shirt, leather vest wearing, fucking, right. you know. Didn't like him. No. He, to my recollection he appeared to be intoxicated at work almost all the time sir every night i mean we we did get some confirmation on that i mean the guy don't work there anymore but didn't you remember hearing those stories yeah he and then some mornings he would come in or some we work nights some nights he'd come in kind of quiet and then lunch break he'd come back you guys are fucked up you guys are all fucking christian motherfuckers right you guys probably suck each other off in the bathroom when you're pooping something like that right something wow very descriptive. That was specific. Yeah, it was. Well, very. you were running your mouth in the break room, sir. Oh, here we go. The shift I meeting was uh, what happened about 5 p.m., 4 p.m. in the evening, right? Right, right. around dinner time. We get there. The shift meeting, they hand out job assignments. You go over here. You go over there. Do this. We were the bottom of the seniority list, so right. I think you were the very bottom uh, yeah. that night. That night. And- you were going to have to be teamed up with Mr. Jerry, sir, all night long. Oh, fuck. You thought, do you remember this story? You got I don't this. even remember this. This is awesome. You thought, <laughs> <laughs> you thought Jerry had walked out of the break room. Oh, fuck. And the boss came to you, and there were two jobs left, and I took the one that did <laughs> not involve working with Jerry. Well, of course you did, you dickhead. You go, you speak out very loudly, very sarcastically, okay. kind of Eric Foreman-ish. Oh, no. Great, I get to work with Jerry. Whoopie fucking do, or something like that. <laughs> He's standing right behind you. Or no shit. He comes over to you, leans into your face with his palms on the fucking table, and says something to the effect of, I'll make your life a living hell tonight, boy. <laughs> you don't remember this? No. Dude, I can't believe you don't remember. I may have blocked that out. Let me take this a sip. This is awesome. Let me, ta- let me take a sip of my you wine. take a sip of that shit, because <laughs> I'm enjoying this motherfucking story. And I'm like, I remember turning to you and going, why did you do that? Right. You couldn't have known that he was behind you. No. But I, I you said it in front of other people. And right. my thought was, if Jerry doesn't hear it directly, he's going to hear it from the people around us. Right. Jerry was not a well-liked guy, but he had a lot of um, 
not influential friends, but people that would protect him. Right. Now, our buddy D.E. worked there, and if he listens to this show, he'll probably remember the story. You go down to your section, you're on a forklift, Jerry's on a forklift, your job is to put shit away. Right. This is where it all went wrong because he started running his forklift into your forklift. You, now is this starting to come back to you? No, still not. Really? Are uh-uh. you serious, dude? I'm serious. Did you smoke some weed? I don't know, but dude, I don't remember this at all. Keep going, though. I'm liking it. Jerry's running his forklift into your forklift. As the homeschooled shut-in that does not know how to handle this kind of thing. Right. I'm including myself in this because I got embroiled in it, too. Oh, great. You come to me and you say, Jerry, yeah, me, me, me. I, I, bet, I bet you I did, too. Like a little whiny bitch. Well, and, I, and this is my advice. Go tell the boss. Tell the boss on that dude. Now, Union Warehouse kind right. of frowned, frowned upon. Exactly. They closed the ranks pretty quick there, even which was odd to me, even somebody that really nobody really admitted to liking. Right, exactly. I don't remember. I think the guy named Paul, Paul right. G, uh-huh. he liked him, and maybe one other guy, and this is a shift of like 30 people. So I don't know why this motherfucker was protected, but when you went to the boss, the boss came out and said something to you, and he goes, I, when you were running your mouth in the meeting, this is what happens. Wow. So I got my shit handed come, back come, to Well, me. but the problem was he knew that he would had to say something to Jerry now. Right. Remember remember the boss, Paul? Yeah. Paul, what was his last name? Uh, Older guy. Black mustache, gray hair. Right. Ulrich. Yeah, it was Ulrich. We can say his name. It doesn't yeah. matter. We, we probably got it wrong anyway. Yeah, we probably do, but yeah. So we think that's the end of it. We think the boss is basically like, fuck you, you fucking homeschooled weirdo. Right. You fucked up, and now you got to pay for and it. And I looked at you, and I go, well, this that sucks, because right. I, well, I didn't think he was going to do anything. Well, he did do something. And about 15 minutes later, Jerry comes running up on his you know five-ton fucking stand-up forklift. Right. Jumps off it. The fucker keeps rolling. Till you know, the, the dead man break kicks on it. When you jump off, it's supposed to stop. Right, but these exactly. lifts were fucked up, so they wouldn't stop. He, and he jumps into your face and goes, "I'll make." It. And he does say something like, "I'll fuck you upside one down the other." And he starts fucking going off on you. I thought you were gonna cry. <laughs> I probably was. I thought I was gonna cry. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're little happy bitches. We both are gonna go grand in the corner and huddle together. I was probably twenty. You were probably eighteen, nineteen, something Let's like see. that. If you were, t- yeah, I was about nineteen then. Yeah, too old to be doing this shit, <laughs> right? But but to be fair, I mean, describe the general demeanor of the people we worked with on that night shift. The- these dirty, <laughs> nasty, grungy, fuck anything that would walk people. I mean, how many bi- how many bikers do you think were in there? Almost all of Jim. them. Jim. Dave, Bob, Jim, Dave, Bob, Tom, Tom, and, w- and when I say bikers, Pat. I don't mean Hell's Angels. I mean guys that maybe could have been in the Hell's Angels but didn't want to go to jail. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, these guys were not. Uh, they weren't a savory group. Let's just no, put it that. they weren't. They, they were weren't. like fucking pirates. Let's put it, it like that. It felt like you were in the Pirates of the Caribbean. It really did. It felt like that. So we're thrown to the wolves, unprepared for Frank's a retail job. I really don't think. A warehouse was the place for us. No. You have a meltdown after Jerry yells at you. I have a meltdown. And I tell you, I said, fuck this shit in so many words. Screw this bull hockey. Right. In my homeschool jargon. Right. Let's quit. 
Me and you go up to quit. You don't remember. None of this is I ringing up. I don't, dude. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. We run up to quit uh, like two fucking bitches. Right, exactly. A guy named Darren. The okay. shop steward. Yes. Stops us at the time clock. He says, you really don't want to do this. And I'm thinking, did you just see what this motherfucker did? Right. He screamed at me. He hurt my feelings. He hurt my friend's feelings. Right. I don't have to put up with this. And he goes... If you quit now, you're not going to solve anything, and you're you're missing out on a good opportunity for a job. Which at the time it was a good opportunity right. for a job. Not right. now. Not now. And he talked us into not quitting. And that dude gave us the stink eye all fucking night long. Right. And I think that we had to been right up there with one of the worst moments of certainly in my working life. Because you're my friend, yeah, dude. And I right. don't. Maybe, maybe D wasn't there that night. Maybe he wasn't. Because you're my friend, and I'm like, I got my friends back. And even though when you started going, hey, my fucking Jerry, stupid motherfucker, I'm like, fuck. Ah! All right. I'm going to kill him myself now. You're my friend, so I'm not going to, uh, I got to I gotta, I gotta back you up no matter what. Right, exactly. So it would just be like if I went into a bar and kind of naively picked a fight with. Um, you know, the biggest motherfucker in yeah, the bar. Yeah, which I've actually done before and got away with it. <laughs> I'm just joking, dude. Right. So, yeah, that was pretty rough, and we were not prepared for it. I can't believe you don't remember any of that story. I don't. That is so fucking weird. I think you blocked it out. Uh, Maybe I did. That was trial by fireman. I don't think anything could have prepared us for that. I I mean, the reason we went to night shift was because we were both single, and the the work was easier. Right, exactly. I mean, you were pretty much guaranteed a lift job. I mean, you were driving a forklift, or you were doing what was called a frontman or trailer clean-out, where you just kind of go in and out of the trailer and pick shit up, which was, right. it's not an easy job, but no. compared to the day shift work, it was it was definitely easy. an improvement. Right. But, you know, I remember my dad telling me before I started there, because my dad obviously worked there too, and he said, just pretty much, he didn't, it wasn't exactly like this, but he said, don't talk to anybody. Right. Just don't, just don't talk to anybody. Yeah. They're just going to uh, harass you all night long, but Me, just don't talk to them. Specifically, probably more said, just keep your head down and right. and don't make waves. And, you know, for a while I did, but, dude, you, you get comfortable after a while. And, and right. this Jerry guy was a complete asshole. He ended up getting fired later on for some other shit that had nothing to do with us. But it was amazing to me that that dude lasted as long as he did, because there's by no right should he, should he have had a job. No. no Nowhere rights. else but that place could you get away with showing up drunk, Picking fights. Well, do you remember what happened when the boss? Remember when the bug, the boss Doug told us what to do? You remember, remember Big Bob? Yeah, yeah. Remember what he told? Remember what he told us to do? Yeah. Here, you hold the show for a minute. I'm gonna do something. Talk, talk about, talk about uh, what the boss told us to do to Jerry with the two by four. Remember that? Yeah, he tells us to take, uh, to pick up the two by four. One distract him. The other one hit him over the back of the head with it. True story. I know. Isn't that fucked up when a boss does you do that? One of you guys just distract him. The other one come up from behind. Just whack him across the head with it, and he'll leave you alone. Is this fucking prison? Should we rape him, too, or what? I'm confused. Well, and the other dude, Big Bob, who was a teamster, mm-hmm. told us, uh, this is the the equalizer, and let's go, you know, because he hated him, too. Right. Let's go fuck him up in the back. <clears throat> right. But then he, he weaseled out. He goes, I don't want to go back to prison. I'm like, fuck. What do you mean back to prison? Right. What the fuck? 
So anyway, that's that's all. But I can't believe you don't remember that story. I don't, dude. That's so fucking weird. Okay, I've got a story right here. I've been saving this for a while. This Uh-oh. is kind of a here we go. My internet will work. Of course, it's not working right now. Of course now. not. It's all right. Okay, so we were talking about prison. I got a story that's about prison. Uh oh. And this one, uh, this one could be whistling through the graveyard, but I think it's it's too far in the past to do that. So we're okay. we're gonna just keep it with uh, just kind of news of the fucked up. Why I killed Jeffrey Dahmer. Prisoner reveals how serial cannibal taunted inmates fashioned limbs out of prison food. Hmm. Say what? I thought they. I didn't know the guy was still alive that killed him. This is from April 2015, so it's you know what four months old. Christopher Scarver right. despised notorious Dahmer, who would drizzle ketchup onto his fake prison food limbs to create the illusion of blood, horrifying fellow prisoners. Now, Dahmer is the guy that uh, ate people. Yeah. Yep. An, an inmate who carried out the vigilante killing of sick cannibal and serial murderer Jeffrey Dahmer has spoken out for the first time 21 years after carrying out the fatal prison attack. It's been 21 years since Jeffrey Dahmer died. Dude, wow. we are fucking old. Yeah, we are. Dude, and this name just sounds like a murderous name. Christopher Scarver. Right. Murdered Dahmer in 1994 when the pair were both serving time at the Columbia Correctional Institute. Isn't that when we started working? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. This is right around that same time. Dude, that's fucked up. That is. Dahmer, who was 34 when he died, was serving 16 life sentences after being found guilty of murder, rape, and the dismemberment of 17 men and boys. Yeah, because he only liked men. Yeah. Well, like eating their junk anyway. (laughs) Offenses committed between 1978 and 1991 with later killings believed to involve both necrophilia and cannibalism. Oh, shit. So he fucked them while they were dead, too, huh? I mean, they're there. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't moving. No, wait a minute. They ain't going nowhere. (laughs) I guess he he was using his own love juices to marinate them then. Hard to hit a moving target. (laughs) (laughs) That's easier when they're dead. (laughs) But while many in prison were repentant for their crimes, (laughs) the fellow inmate of the so-called Milwaukee Monster said that Dahmer spent his time taunting other criminals over his sick crimes. So he wasn't sorry at all. Well, no. How do you think he stayed alive should, so long? Should, did we apologize for doing this story right off the bat, right? No. Well, I'm gonna if you don't want to, if you don't want to hear this shit, turn it off because I'm in a weird fucking mood. I drank a glass of wine here, just took some more inhaled inhaled medicine, and I'm feeling fucking weird. <laughs> wow. Good weird. Okay. Speaking for the first time since the killing, Scarver, who was being who was serving time for killing his boss in 1990 during a robbery, what? Wow. Told how he hated being behind bars with Dahmer, claimed that the cannibal would arrange his prison food to look like body parts and slather it with ketchup to make it look bloody. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, if you're Jeffrey Dahmer, you don't get to do that. Well, evidently he did. <laughs> he told the New York Post he crossed the line with some people, prisoners, prison staff, some people who are in prison are repentant, but he was not one of them. Yeah, I always kind of wondered about him. Did he go to jail and be like, I'm fucked up, I'm so sick, I should die? Right. Sounds like he was kind of, he thought it was funny. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I saw heated interactions between Dahmer and other prisoners from time to time. I never interacted with him. That changed, though, as Scarver became increasingly disgusted with Dahmer's sick taunts. Scarver cracked on November 28, 1994, when Dahmer and another inmate, Jesse Anderson, were carrying out prison cleaning chores in a bathroom unattended by officers. I don't like where this is going. I don't like it either. <laughs> I mean, was Dahmer in there butt-fucking him or what? 
After both Dahmer and Anderson taunted Scarver, he cracked. I turned around, and Dahmer and Jesse were kind of laughing under their breath. He decided to confront Dahmer, pulling out of his pocket a newspaper clipping which told of Dahmer's horrific crime. So why why the fuck was he carrying that shit around in his pocket? It sounded right. like he planned. He would like, you That's know what I'm saying? That's premeditated. Yeah. I asked him if he did those things because I was fiercely disgusted. He was shocked. He started looking for the door pretty quick. I blocked him. First, he's taunting him with the shit. Right. And then when he gets confronted by the ex, weird. I don't. This guy sounds like his story's a little wanky. Yeah, it does. Scarver brandishing a metal bar, which he took from the prison's weight room, struck Dahmer twice, crushing his skull. Damn. He then approached Anderson, serving a life turn for killing his wife in 1992, and killed him with the same metal bar. Damn. Scarver alleges that prison staff wanted Dahmer dead and left him alone with the killer because it was known how Scarver despised him. Of course, wow. they refused to comment on the blah, blah, blah. Well, of course, they did the blah, blah, and blah, blah, I'm blah, thinking, blah. I just don't, like, we knew a guy that worked in a prison. Yeah, and he didn't was a he work corrections in, officer. And didn't he work in, there was like a woman's part of the prison too? And he kind of insinuated they were like fucking sticking their fist up each other's puss holes and shit. Uh. I mean, he didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he didn't say it like that. <laughs> and I used to reach down and grab myself and yank it until they were done. I mean... Not for nothing, but I, I see, I see a, a lesbian fist another lesbian. Even if they're not that attractive, I'm probably going to pull my putt at least a couple of times. <laughs> Shit's only going to take a couple of times, and I'll be. I spoke my trousers. <laughs> I sold my trousers. Do you remember the stories that he would tell though? By because he ran like the phones or something, and he would yeah. say they were always trying to scam women into giving their like money away to him and shit. Right. Sound like a real seedy place, but he said, the, and I don't know if I believe him, but he said the one thing that they would not do is they would not fuck with Satanists. Really? They were, he, I mean, now this is coming from a religious guy, so he could have been well, true. blowing smoke up my butt, you know, tell me, telling me it was Thomas the Tank Engine. I don't know. That's that's a joke that uh, going down the train tunnel, big boy. <laughs> that's a joke, not the train tunnel part, the Thomas. That's a joke that a stay-at-home dad would tell, right? But to me, maybe maybe Dom was just trying to act like he was scary so that people wouldn't fuck with him. But it seemed like it backfired on him. Uh, yeah, it does. So that was a weird one. Definitely. What else you got? You know who Anthony Daniels is? C three PO. Yes. This dude is. He's like, looks like he's like 70 now. He's uh, in the new yeah. Star Wars and he is not stopped just fucking talking shit on everybody. Okay. Really? You're the goddamn robot. Shut your fucking right, face Right, exactly. Hole. You don't even get to put your real face on the screen, motherfucker. 3PO actor Anthony Daniels has some harsh words for Luke Skywalker. Now, I'm not saying that I don't agree with what he's, his point is, in, and you'll get to it here in a minute, but I don't think, there's just some things you don't say about your co-stars. Right. C-3PO has been running off his voice circuits again. This time, actor Anthony Daniels, who plays the Star Wars robot, has been taking aim at his co-star Mark Hamill. Now, up to this point, he said some negative things about George Lucas. He's basically, I didn't like the prequels. Uh, George Lucas doesn't know how to direct people. And now he's taking shots at Mark Hamill. Speaking to the Daily Mirror, he said, poor Mark... He was a young, lovely-looking lad when he was first Luke Skywalker, and now, well, 
He's fat and ploppy. There's Luke Skywalker. Oh, fuck! <laughs> wow. Like, no, he's right. He was First of all, he was in a car accident after the first one, so that's part of the reason his face is fucked up. You don't... I mean, you know, he's sensitive about his face, dude. Right. Some shit you don't say. These motherfuckers, too, on the side of the picture, they'll be sensitive about their dick-sucking faces, too. <laughs> I thought all three of them were lovers. He uh, he was also asked about his well-documented feud with R2-D2 actor Kenny Baker during the chat. And I didn't even know they had a feud. Wow. So he's fighting with Mark Hamill now. He's got a feud with Kenny Bra- Baker. He has indeed. Baker has previously dubbed Anthony Daniels the rudest man I've ever, ever met. Wow. That's terrible. He's not actually on the set, Daniels added. I haven't seen him for years. His name is on the credits as sort of, a, I don't know, a good luck charm, but a courtesy. But he's... He's not there. He's a talisman. So basically, they're saying Kenny Baker's not even on the set. What the hell? Was it just CGI in? Uh... He he likes Harrison Ford. Huh. Uh, but then he starts talking shit on the plot. He goes, the remarks come just a few weeks after he said that the plot for the new Star Wars film, quote, made him glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> That just sounds to me like he was blown from smoking too much weed. <laughs> he screen- had all glass eyed. The glazed. screenplay was very good as far as three C three PO was concerned, but I had no idea what was going on in the rest of it. Still don't. When JJ told me the story of the new one, my eyes just sort of glazed over. Wow. He's also criticized the secrecy on set. The secrecy has been beyond ludicrous. For heaven's sake, it's a movie. When I got the script, it was typed in black on paper of the deepest red so you couldn't photocopy it. I got a hangover just reading it. Wow. So to me, the robots... It just sounds like he's a bitchy bitch. Well... Eh, it looks like he'd suck a good dick. We'll be right back. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. I don't know if you're talking about the robot or the man now. I'm confused. We're going to have to add you to the list of people that C-3P you don't like? Uh, probably. Doesn't it seem odd, though, when he seems like he's talking shit on everybody? <laughs> well, it does. I mean... How much do you uh, think he's getting paid to be the robot? Probably a, a, a handsome amount, I would think. All the dicks he can suck? All the dicks he can <laughs> fit in that sweet little cockle service. <laughs> you just snorted. I did. Sorry. Cops. Oh, no. Drunk Iowa sorority leader Ooh. arrested after she pees on the floor of frozen yogurt side. I would have liked seeing that. Yeah, she's she's a ten, dude. Right, that's nice. I mean, maybe she got a fucking ass that, that won't quit down below, or maybe that's all right. But I'll, she her she's got a sexy face. I'll jackhammer that motherfucker, and it looks like she's got some sizable tatas. Tatas. Does it get any more Greek than this? An intoxicated sorority leader was arrested early Saturday night after she urinated on the floor of a frozen yogurt shop near the University of Iowa campus. Wow. Oh, she's only 20. Cops were called to Utopia, which bills itself as Iowa City's original Froyo. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go telling you many people. Fuck. What the hell was that? Original Froyo. Wow. After a woman relieved herself inside the business around 7 p.m. So she was drunk early. Uh, right. 
Officers identified the suspect as suspect as just Justine. Justine? Not Justine, Justine. Justine Rands. Rands. A twenty one <laughs> A twenty one year old University of Iowa student. Justine Rands. She smelled of booze. I peed Justine's Rands down my leg. I couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. You're gone, dude. Oh no, good. Wow. She smelled of booze, was slurring her speech, and had bloodshot, watery eyes. Well, no shit. She was drunk at seven. Rands, who had an empty flask that smelled of alcohol, allegedly gave cops false information claiming that her driver's license was actually that of a friend. Oh. Well, let's see. Rands' bust came a day after the University of Iowa officials announced the suspension of the Alpha Pi sorority in light of its bid day performance of a song that refers to binge drinking. To the tune... Watch me chug, watch me shotgun, now watch me chug, chug, watch me blackout. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I guess she is underage. She was only 20. <laughs> can, you, can you spell date rape? <laughs> <laughs> wig, 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 wig. Not me, not me, not me. It could happen. I've talked to a right. lot of girls. A lot of girls I party with that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For Live Dudes, I'm Jay Mack. I'm Madam Lesseur. Saying until next week, if you need a deep, deep cocking. Then just call me knocking. So once again, my internet is not working, sir. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's either Charter fucks it up, or AT&T fucks it up, or I fuck it up, or the Lightning Storm fucks it up, and every goddamn week we come down here and I turn this fucking thing on, right? and I'm like, I got this cool news article to show you. Right, and exactly. It either loads up and freezes up, right, or doesn't load up at all, and I'm frankly, sir, sick of it. I know, dude, I don't get that. You've always had uh, internet issues uh, out here. Well, it's uh, it's it's the rich area. They uh, apparently they uh, they don't like uh, white people. Oh, <laughs> is that the problem? That explains a whole bunch then. <laughs>